0: And hello, movie lovers, and welcome to the show. For tonight's podcast episode, I have my good friend Tamara with me. Say hello to everybody. Hello, everyone. And she is actually one of the girls from the Two Blurred Girls podcast with Tamika. So yeah. How is that going over there, by the way?
1: Oh, it's going great. Um, We're actually, it, like, we're, ex- like, expanding ourselves to other platforms and everything. So it's super exciting to do
0: this with my good old friend from high school. That's awesome. That's that's really cool. I'm actually proud of y'all for what you guys are building at Two Blur Girls podcast, podcast and everything. You're very welcome. And guys, this is actually going to be our review of all three films. We got Fair Street 1994. We got Fair Street 1974. And then to follow it up with the end of it. Is 1666. So you and I did a trailer reaction or mm. the first five minutes of it. We were totally geeked out with it. Yes, it opens yes. up in that same context with this episode. Mm. Another thing, too, guys, is if you guys want to go on ahead and check out the R.L. Stein books and everything that this is actually based off of, it's actually called The Secret. It's actually based off of three novels. And of I course, don't no, but show those <laughs> up again, though, so that way you can have some nostalgia factor here. You have the stepsister two and the third evil. I strongly recommend that you guys check out that the the third evil is actually a set of books and everything. Of course, mm-hmm. third evil being the third uh, book in its uh, in its series and everything. Also, to check out Silent Hill. Oh, it's not Silent Hill. That's a total different one. <laughs> but check out Silent Night. Yeah, uh, one through three. I like that one. There's also another one that kind of reminds me of single white female in a way, but it's a yeah. teenage edition. It's called mm-hmm. the best friend. So that was actually pretty good. I think, oh, you know, I was, like,
1: too picky because, as you can see, based on the books that I have, Mm -hmm. um, I was more into cheerleaders uh, than I was in the other books.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you. I would have to say that you definitely enjoyed that one a little bit more than the other one. I mean, yeah, say so.
1: yeah, because I had it by the same time.
0: <laughs> well, anyway, 2000. What, yeah, 20 years ago, yeah, you yeah, definitely 20. got your money's worth out of that book. I can tell you that now. Yes, but, anyways, fair straight 1994. This movie has a lot of nostalgia factor. Tamara and I actually reacted to the first five minutes of the of the uh, setup of the first episode. We loved it so much. Mm-hmm. Um, and I matter I fact, we were supposed to have fair street book club with us, but her spirit is with us because she actually gave us her notes. And we're going to cover that later on at the end of the episode. So the way, at least her spirit is with us yes, and everything. And she does have a fair street, uh, book club out on instagram so check her out though too i'll have that in the descriptions after this show mm-hmm. i'll edit that out and put her description below and I'll also put tamra's podcast and the links below as well later on but anyways let's for, for, let's go on ahead so basically this movie starts out in shady uh shadeside mall mm-hmm. once again uh, walden books kind of flavor to it if you think about it though whenever you think about this one character who's actually buying a book for a daughter and everything. Mm-hmm. And then I like how the employee just flips her off. Mm-hmm. And she goes, This is just trash. Just being very judgmental and everything. Goes, Oh yeah, well, I got something for you. <laughs> She's just, just, so... she just like this. <laughs> right? Exactly. So the joys and,
1: of working retail, because sometimes there are some days that you do deal with customers mm-hmm. like that. Like it's like to me, I'm like, who who pissed you off? Like why are you having a bad day? You don't have to give it to me. You know, it's like I didn't do anything to you. You came to the store going shopping. You didn't right. have to do You came up on to me. me.
0: I didn't yeah. come to you. You came <laughs> you <know>? to me. <laughs> exactly and that's actually oh. how i felt whenever i was working at the video store which we're not mm-hmm. going to get into i got into that with my blockbuster documentary review with tamika but <laughs> i've dealt with a lot of unfriendly customers and everything yeah and stuff like that and uh, and bad parents
1: mm-hmm.
0: but still
1: um uh, what do but- you mean Sorry, <laughs> what do you mean bad parents you don't have it
0: we don't have it what do you me, mean me, me, me. have you seen that movie? <laughs> yeah but yes, we. <laughs> anyways um <laughs> uh, but basically is this um I like how it opens up with Nine Inch Nails, Closers, Closing Time. We have all mm-hmm. books. We actually have a version of Sam Goody in there mm-hmm. as well. I also like the lighting in this, which resembles blood in a sense with the redness inside the mall. Yeah. It resembles blood. But Ryan is in there, though, too, with this girl. And he works over at a for this version of Spencer's. And, of mm-hmm. course, he has, like, a sex doll with him and everything, <laughs> too. And, you know, I just love the goofiness of it. And everything mm-hmm. because it sets the tone of immatureness of our youth, you know. Yeah, it,
1: typical teenagers, basically. You know, what? Wor- so a teenage boy, I should say, working at a mall, working at Spencer's. You could because it is looks like it's it is Spencer's. Yeah. So he was like, "Ha ha! Look, I got a sex doll. <laughs> I could touch her tits." <laughs>
0: Oh my! <laughs> that's, that's all you broke me. <laughs> but uh, then, of course, we wind up finding out though. Uh, there's actually some mur- the murders being play take- going to be taking place pretty soon, especially whenever uh-huh. the girl winds up closing up over in the bookstore section, mm-hmm. and then that's when we wind up seeing Skull Dude. That's why I'm gonna. Well, right now he's Ryan, but pretty soon he's gonna be Skull Dude. Okay. because That's what mm-hmm. I call him in my notes. Mm-hmm. I call him Skull Dude. Yeah, um, he's forever skeleton
1: head or scale dude, because that's what he used when he he did his crimes at the mall. But the thing right. is, is that, oh, yeah, the, the janitor. Yeah, the because, janitor. Because he had a, so did he get the slushy for her? Or he, he got
0: her the slushie? Yeah, I think he and, got her the slushie. Okay. Because and remember... Then, when Brian just looks at him, uh, when she looks at the dude, the mm-hmm. janitor, he just looks at her
1: mm-hmm. and then he
0: walks away.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they didn't know before the whole thing was like, before we know who the found out who the killer really was, KK, <laughs> <It's okay.
0: laughs>
1: before we found out who the killer really was, how he went through,
0: I thought he was the killer right because i, I was thinking, thought he was the killer <laughs> you know what i was thinking the same thing especially whenever a matter of fact i'm just gonna say it it had a scream kind of vibe to it yeah to be honest with you for it, the way it they actually had it
1: yeah because how he looked at her like how he just passed by he's like what's up and he just went to the other <laughs> side so it's just very interesting how they made us think that he was the killer but he
0: it's like, why would you do that to us? Right, well, I like that they did that and everything. Yeah. And then of course, you know, then of course, you know, what winds up happening is this. Yeah. Uh, this of course, Ryan goes back into the store, mm-hmm. the bookstore and everything. And this time he's dressed up in the screen kind of outfit skull kind of mm-hmm. thing. And he's hiding out. And of course, she's terrified and everything because she's about to be stabbed. And this has that scream flavor that I was mentioning. It really does. Oh with my god! With that first stab scene and everything. Yeah. Matter of fact, I was get this in, 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 in an interview with the director and the writers of the show. They said that scream played a lot into their vibe on what they were trying to do with the opening scene.
1: You know, I really like that a lot because the only thing I'm sad about is that they didn't do the whole full screen thing. Like, you know, how they found Drew Barrymore hanging on the tree. Right. I'm surprised they didn't do that to that girl.
0: You know what, though? That would have actually been a perfect fit, to be honest with you, if they did something like that Mm -hmm. with that tree that they had in the mall. Uh Uh-huh. Because that would have actually added a little bit more to it. Yes! But they didn't (laughs) do that. Right. Exactly. But still, I can appreciate the opening opening, uh, act- for what it is and yes. of course you know it goes into uh the other main characters of the show it mm-hmm. goes into dina and josh which yes dina and josh are probably one of the two characters that i love the most in this mo- in the show
1: for mm-hmm. this
0: movie but everybody's like well this is not very re- they don't really have characters that you can root for newsflash Yes, so, you do. Right. I rooted for
1: jo- Josh because he was like the, the 90s nerd. Typical 90s nerd on yep. AOL, or should I say, A- well, it was AOL at the time. And he was just doing the messaging. Like when he was keying the messaging and stuff like that, that brings my memories back to me. Because that's the main thing that I used to use when I was younger. It was like, broop. It, it, it just brings back memories, but I liked it,
0: Josh. I felt for him because he me was too. a nerd just like me. Me too. You know? I, I, here's the thing: I can relate to Josh. Josh and I would probably be—I'll be down in his basement doing his. I'm instant messaging and everything else. Yeah, to, to be honest with you, because that's what I did. I mean, yeah. I was a gamer. I mm-hmm. was into heavy metal music. Mm-hmm. Still am. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> to this day, uh, but Josh is actually one of my favorite characters and everything. But I also told people this I said, if you read R.L. Stein's books, there's always something bad about some of the characters. Mm-hmm. You don't really root for the characters; you root for them to die, yeah. Basically, <laughs> sadly, on, on, on some of them, you root for them to die, depending on the book that you're reading, mm-hmm. because of how horrible they are. In this mm-hmm. case, it's the same kind of aspect and everything with the show. Mm-hmm. But I love the opening thing, too. You actually have Garbage playing, I'm Only Happy When It Rains.
1: Yep. Uh, you, the, and, <laughs> you have all of the classic
0: songs yes. playing. I was like, oh, snap. And then, you know, I liked how Josh is actually that Sega Genesis gamer of yes. the 90s. Oh, my God. And then yes. Iron Man is playing. <laughs>
1: yep. Wasn't he wearing an Iron Maiden shirt? Yep. Okay. Yep. He's like, I, I hate to say this, but Josh was like my ex-boyfriend, a nerd who loves Iron Maiden and chatting online <laughs> about ghost stuff because he was into that too. Mm. And I was just like, "Wow, that is that's the young version of my ex-boyfriend."
0: <laughs> that's kind of funny <laughs> though, and kind of creepy yeah. at the same time,
1: though, huh? <laughs> yeah, and it's kind of be like, uh. But okay.
0: <laughs> but here's the thing. I like how they go into the detail, Little small details here, though. Mm-hmm. Where you wind up seeing, uh, you know, Dina mm-hmm. writing this uh, breakup letter to Sam. Yes. And everything. You know, uh,
1: Sam, I think there, that relationship with Dina and Sam was kind of sad. Because I think Dina still had a, like, at the time during that scene didn't it feel like Dina was still trying to either let it go or trying to you know get back to that person how do you like in that's how she was acting in that scene what did right. you think about her her personality
0: and how she felt at that to time be- to be honest with you, I did feel like there was like conflict with her feelings mm-hmm. as to how to approach it. That's why we mm-hmm. see her scribbling out Sam's name mm-hmm. and stuff like that. She's not sure if she wants to go ahead and get revenge on her mm-hmm. or if she wants to just hurt her mm-hmm. or anything like that. And she, you can tell that there's still feelings there. You can tell yeah. in the little smallest details and everything that there's something there but her purpose and her drive is to sneak on the bus, mm-hmm. and, her, and even though she quit the band, she was gonna make it out to the other side of shady of chase side, yeah, which is sunny side,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and try and talk to Sam. Mm-hmm. And at first, I was thinking, okay, maybe Sam and her might actually get back together if she's confronting her or something like that. Mm -hmm. Did you think that or, but also Um, she looked like she was kind of pissed off though at the same time.
1: Yeah. And I guess like right after we saw Sam, at first I would say this, I didn't think it was something else during that point of how she was acting because I thought it was like a best friend situation that my best friend left me and I can't believe that my best friend did this and that's and that. And also, when I saw how she was acting towards Sam, I'm like, "Oh, Sam is more than just the best friend."
0: Okay, <laughs> right, exactly. There's something okay. deeper than yeah, his best friend. That. Mm-hmm. But then again, you can fall in love with somebody and they can actually be your best friend though too. So that therefore, is true. you. Have- so, therefore, you can actually have that strong connection with somebody mm-hmm. to where it's actually hard to be over that person because mm-hmm. of the strong connection that you have with that person.
1: Right. And it's like yeah. it felt like she was um, having a hard time. It's like I think she she wrote a she did a mixtape for yep. Sam. Okay. Yeah. It was like it felt like it was a hard time for her to give it to Sam. And so she was like, "Here, take this." <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then also too, I love the songs that are being played in this. Uh, though too, mm-hmm. you have uh, on the yeah Bush Machine Head. Mm-hmm. Uh, then also too, you also had Insane in the Bend Brain by Cypress Hill on there. Yeah, this is the soundtrack of my life. And then Radiohead "Creep" is actually one of my favorite songs, which is actually perfect for this you know show. What? I wouldn't be surprised if it's on um, Spotify. A Fair Street playlist. I would actually download that, to be honest with you, because I'm like, I need this in my life, you know. <laughs> Guess what? What? <laughs> the
1: official playlist is on Spotify. Oh yeah,
0: I'm. De- I'm after the show. I'm definitely gonna wind up doing that. You guys. If, yeah. Just like,
1: no, go on to Spotify. Type in Fear Street. And you see Fear Street Part 1, 1994, original playlist. So if you want to go back to the 90s, there it is.
0: There we go. There's That's going to be my playlist for the next couple of weeks. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, Bring back uh, memories. you know, Dana uh, gives Sam her stuff back and everything. And, of mm-hmm. course, you wind up seeing Sam adventure out. Because yeah. Sam is actually, we wind up discovering, okay, this is not your normal, typical relationship. This is actually... Two girls being in love with each other Mm -hmm. and stuff like that, too.
1: Mm So you have
0: that thing as well. And Mm -hmm. it for those characters, it actually connects. It actually works in his favor. And you can actually see that Sam is actually not being true to her own self, with her Mm -hmm. own sexuality and trying to explore it through somebody else Mm -hmm. and everything by going out with this guy named Peter. Oh, which is Peter. the most basic? Which is the name. most basic person's name that you can
1: think of. I, I bet I'd rather prefer Dina and Sam than Peter and Sam. I'm sorry, that doesn't. P Yeah, P that, no, that doesn't sound right for me. D S is better. Yeah, yeah. And it's like I feel like how Sam was acting. I think she. It was more than that because Sam is trying to. Like you said, Sam is hiding. From who she really is and Dina she she knows like Sam you need to stop hiding yourself you know what you like you need to come back you know you know what you did wrong you know that you messed up you know you're not being true to yourself kind of thing and Sam was like no I am being true to myself but Sam felt like it was just a cling but it really wasn't right so yeah and I missed the 80s and 90s too even though I was I a little you. girl
0: I missed it <laughs> I do too, to be honest with you. I miss the 90s, 80s as well. Well, I was born in 85, but still, I 84. miss the 90s. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> so, I was 10 in
1: 1994. I was
0: 10. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. Boy. Oh, gosh. Imagine <laughs> a 10 year old. <laughs> well, at age 10, I was going to go, see, I was in theaters to go see the crow. At- <laughs> oh, you saw the crow in theaters? Yep. But, oh. uh, Oh, but yeah, yeah. Uh, so and, <laughs> don't mean to get sidetracked. I got geeked out for a minute. Uh, but yeah, so basically, they're uh, they actually have a candlelight like visual for the both of the victims at Shady Side mm-hmm. and everything. And then of course, you can tell with the rivalry that they have against each other. You have the Chase Side witches, and then you have the Devils, <laughs> 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 which I find hilarious. Well, typically
1: Sunnyville is the devil. So how they right. were acting towards Shady Side, yeah, that's
0: their Devil. Devils, right. yeah. hi but i like how that connects at the end of it and mm-hmm. in 1666 how they actually put that in there yeah but we'll talk about that a little later we'll get there later but dina is mad at sam for moving and you know when we're teenagers we don't really have a choice in the matter of where we go we have right. to go where our parents go but sam is just ticked off and everything right. yeah
1: especially if you guys hear that I have a, a 17 month old who sees me she's like right over there she's like hi hi <laughs> so hi baby mommy's mommy's doing a podcast I love you okay bye bye
0: <laughs> she's so adorable
1: bye bye go play with Mickey <laughs> bye <Bye-bye>. bye <laughs> yeah okay now she's gone <laughs> Okay <laughs>
0: She's so adorable.
1: Yeah, she's with but, Mickey now. So, okay. but uh, oh, she's back. <laughs> she brought her bunny. <laughs> no, sweetie, you keep that. You go on the other side and play with your toys, okay? <laughs> don't put, No, yeah.
0: <laughs> <It's fine. laughs> no, 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 it's fine. But you know, we just don't have a. Here's the thing, when we're kids and everything, we don't we don't have a choice in the matter of who we see and who we don't see, right? Uh where we move to. So that's right. not even Sam's fault or anything. It was her mom because
1: it's right. like her mom was like, I cause she her mom can see it. She sees that there's a like a relationship going on there. So her mom was like, No, that's not gonna happen. It's just like and you know the sad part is is that how Sam's mom act about Dina's and Sam's relationship is basically how some parents are nowadays. It's been like that for years. They were like, I can't have a gay child. If you're gay, then that's bad. You know, that's the kind of thing. And she's trying to not let her daughter be who she really is. You know, right, trying to you isolate everyone. Yeah, you can't help the per- like you can't help who you love if you fall in love with a man you- and you're a guy you fall in love with a man if you're a guy it- it's just you can't you you can't do that so I- I'm glad that they they put the that in- yeah and it's like it is true and that's how it was back in the day it was like really bad it's not it wasn't as bad as it was used like how before that it was worse. <laughs> Before way, worse. way worse like what's <laughs> going on in 1994 like you think 1994 is bad just imagine back in the uh, 1600s and later <laughs>
0: that's exactly worse.
1: but um meaning what's worse they'll literally kill you for it and even though they're still doing it for now now you go to jail for killing for it back then you didn't go to jail for it they it just they just do it but anyways like her mom didn't like the fact that sam and dina had a relationship and her mom was like okay the only way that i could end this relationship is if we move to sunnyville and sam like i'm not sure if sam's parents were like divorced or not but it seems like dina was thinking that sam had a choice like sam should have stayed in shady side but sam decided to go with her mom and right. I guess that's the reason why she got upset, the fact, and what made it worse is that Dina saw Sam and Peter like, you could see that she was having a relationship with Peter
0: <laughs> Right, exactly, because Peter's all feeling all over her and everything uh-huh. and you can definitely say tell Dina was not having that like, Oh no you know?
1: No, not at all. She's like, oh, no.
0: Oh, we're not going to have that. Oh,
1: okay. Is that how it's going to be? All right. I
0: got you. Okay. I got you. I got (laughs) got you. You You know, I see you, you, but you don't see me, but I got you. I got you. (laughs) You know, (laughs) but, uh, you know, it's just like anything, though, if you think about it, if people think if you move into another town. That mm-hmm. erases everything that happened in that town, and that person's not going to feel that way. Uh-huh. Or if, this, say, for instance, you're an alcoholic and you're going to move somewhere else. Mm-hmm. No, your problems are going to still be with you, no matter yes. what. No matter what. So, because... that's the same type of situation with this mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. And, you know, I just think that this was a great scene, to be honest with you. Yeah, you see you see Sam's butt-ass gang groped and everything by Peter mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And, like we said, Dina does not like that. So nope. as soon as she sees her, she's dressed up in uh, her uh, her gear and everything for band Bunchy. and everything. Uh-huh. And of course, she already quit band, but she snuck on the bus to just do this one thing and be done with it. Uh-huh. Just, here, here's all your stuff back.
1: Right. And the reason why she quit band was because of Sam.
0: Right. Poor Dina. <laughs> I feel bad for her, to be <laughs> honest <laughs> with you. You know? And also, too, she's also dealing with an alcoholic father, though too father uh-huh. figure. But we don't see any parents in this show, other than um, Sam's parents, Sam's right. mom, and that's it. We don't that's see. <laughs> it.
1: You don't see no parents. Like you only see teenagers, adults on this, like on the top of the, the in this scene, like in this version, nineteen ninety four, you only see adults at the school, you see the mayor doing like a little speech and the cop and then you see all these teenagers and then the adult janitor and that's it. (laughs) Adult cops, adult mayor, adult cultures but you don't see no parents like where are the parents
0: <laughs> exactly it's like okay this universe is just kids that's all yeah. there's the kids run the town basically. right
1: 1994 okay
0: <laughs> right okay i can believe it was like the 80s or mm-hmm. stuff like that but we're talking no. about the 90s here no no that, no. That's not, no, no 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 that, that Especially was
1: and, you know, like, all the situations going on at side, I'm like, I'm surprised that you don't see no parents trying to say, okay, kids, after all the murders that's going on, we need to make sure that we stay in the house.
0: <laughs> right? But no, there's no. no
1: curfew. There's nothing. No curfew. Nothing. <laughs>
0: it's like, oh, <laughs> someone died. It's okay. Yeah, it's okay. It happened at the mall. Who cares? He cares. He cares. you know what? It's just blood. It's just come off, and everything. We'll fire some other teenagers, and everything in the mall It'll be fine. Yeah,
1: some milk. He he, he good. It's fine. <laughs> He'll be fine. Right.
0: He'll be good. I just like how they did it. <laughs> Me too. Uh, but then at that time, though, we actually see Dina and them getting back after she shoves everything off, and then she we already went into the whole entire breakup situation. Yeah, and then. She's on the bus again. They're getting ready to go home, and then here's Peter going after them, yep. getting pissed off at everyone. Yep. And also, you
1: see the skeleton head or skull head in the car too. Yeah. And it makes it feel like the like when they show that scene of the people in the car. I was like, oh shit, the ghost is in the car, they're gonna die.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But you know what though? I I wanna just go back for one minute for the for people too. Okay, so Ryan winds up getting killed and shot in the head by the cop and everything after he kills the the girl from the bookstore. Uh But here's the thing: at first I'm like, okay, is this just gonna be basically a serial killer screen kind of addition? I'm like, please let this be totally different because I don't really want to sit through three fi- three movies of this of scream, yeah, of scream. We already got three. We have four screen movies. I do not yeah. need to see any more. I only but saw then, three. <laughs> I saw four. Sadly, I'm I need a Men in Black myself, but still, <laughs> um, but still, uh, once you get to the supernatural element of this show, it just mm-hmm. winds up taking off from there. I really mm-hmm. enjoy it. So. Basically, after all that set up and everything else at the mall and stuff like that and things like that, of course, are mm-hmm. back over at the school bus and everything, too. Mm-hmm. Peter's chasing him down. We see the skull mask inside of the car. And then, of course, you know, Sam is actually telling Peter to stop uh, throwing stuff at the mm-hmm. bus mm-hmm. and everything because it could cause an accident. Uh-huh. Then you see Dana getting pissed off at Peter. For and also she stuff. saw Sam in the car. That right. made her
1: even... like. She's like, oh, so you decide, oh, okay, okay, I I got got an idea.
0: (laughs) 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 She takes the Gatorade, opens up the back. Now, here's the thing this bus, the school bus driver is driving, Uh, it's like
1: if I was the school driver, I would have stopped the bus and be like, Mm -hmm. what? Like, I was just gonna say this when I was in school. My bus driver was one of those, he's like, if you do not sit down, I'm going to pull this bus over and we're not going anywhere. In this movie, that bus driver didn't do nothing. He just kept going. He just kept driving. Exactly. <laughs> and he was like, oh, these riding kids, they just opened up the emergency
0: thing. That's okay. It's okay. That's you know it. Sam throws the Gatorade on there, and Peter's car goes off to the side of the road, causing uh-huh. the crash into a, a big old huge rock. And then also, too, that's when we see Sam out of the getting out of the car and everything. Mm-hmm. And then that's when, of course, she winds up puking out blood. Simon's next to her, uh-huh. and it's okay. Just breathe; it'll be fine. All of a sudden blood just comes out. Mm-hmm. Just, okay, never mind. Bad idea. Bad but- idea. <laughs> But still, I thought that scene alone worked good because now mm-hmm. we actually have the setup of what's gonna happen later on. Yeah. With, with the witch.
1: <laughs> yes. And I, I just wanted to know, have you noticed some red stuff on the ground? Minus her yeah. blood. You noticed the red stuff on the ground. Yeah. Okay, before she she pooped up blood. Yeah, before
0: she yeah, yeah. I saw oh, okay. it.
1: Okay. Yeah, because that's the reason why she had the vision of the witch, and then she kind of you know she had that vision and all of a sudden you know shady side and sunnyvale got into it again and it was just like the cops was like okay what happened and then all of these kids were telling what happened and it's like they didn't tell the whole truth right it was like a half, <laughs> a, a, half a truth it's a, oh. a half a truth about what happened and um so sam had to go to the hospital because she threw up with blood, and there's a possibility that she had a, you know, there is like a serious internal injury that she has and everything. So we didn't, wasn't sure how bad it was and everything, but yeah.
0: So, but yeah, I definitely noticed the stuff that was on the ground and everything, mm-hmm. but I didn't know what it was until we get into like the camp and also in 1666 as well. Six. Mm-hmm. Because you still see it in, uh, in the 1976 one though, too. Yeah. And stuff like that. But, you know, I thought it was a great setup, a great way to actually introduce things on what's mm-hmm. going on. And, of course, kids are going to be panicking, telling half-truths to the cops. Yeah. And everything. And there's no bus driver. Them. That's another thing. The bus driver didn't even tell. <laughs>
1: like, <laughs> where's even- the adults? <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: like, the bus driver just ran off.
1: And now it's yeah. just the kids. It's like, where's the adults? Like, you just left kids. Like, where's the rest of the children? It right. was just more of Dina. It was more than her friends, Simon and Kate, Katie. It was more than just them. Where is the other kids and the bus driver? What is exactly.
0: going on? <laughs> exactly. But, you know, I definitely like the fact that, you know, you have Josh who's into uh-huh. the supernatural stuff. And then he realizes that there's something more to this than meets uh-huh. the eye. Yep. Because when they go on ahead and they think they're thinking that Peter's involved with yep. this, that he's actually the killer because so up was the bee, uh They wind up, I think it might be the next night or the same night. It was the same night. Right. It was the same night. And basically mm-hmm. what winds up happening is uh, the same costume that Ryan was wearing with the skull and everything else. That that person shows up at their door and, mm-hmm. that, you know, they're sniffing hit their the person's underwear, his clothes and stuff like that.
1: Mm-hmm. And it was
0: very creepy. And then all of a sudden, you know, they realize that Peter had the same costume. So it has to be Peter. Right. But then they go over to the hospital. And, of course, we do see adults in the hospital part. Yeah. We saw two adults. That's it. Nobody else. Yep, Just two. That's it. <laughs> and, of course, you know, the only way to get in... In there because you have to be family is to bribe the other nurse with uh-huh. pills <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: and that's why you have katie
1: and Sa- and simon for because they're the drug keys which i thought it was interesting how before we get to the hospital scene i thought it was interesting how you know it went from the car accident and then all of a sudden you see the skull mask guy sit, like just standing out looking at dina and everything. And it's like outside their window, and it's just like he's being all creepy, just like Scream. Right. And then she called her friend Katie, who was babysitting, and and it's like, you know, she was like flipping the lights so that Dina can see her and everything. And I'm like, okay. And the funny thing is Simon was with her. And at first I thought it was Katie and Simon together, but they were just friends. But anyways, it was just interesting how that scene it was like scream. And then he went across the street, and all he did was just came in the house and was just smelling Simon's shirt. Can you just imagine that like, Simon didn't have that? If he had that shirt on, he probably wouldn't have been killed, <laughs>
0: right? Instantly,
1: instantly <laughs> killed.
0: He would have been but the next character to die. Yeah,
1: we right there. Because and the thing is, it's like it's just weird how he just walked past them. Like he didn't even—he was just looking at—he was just going through the laundry basket, smelling the um, Simon's shirt. That was just it. And then that's when they went to the hospital. It was like, okay, we're just tired of it. Peter, <laughs> Sam, you need to tell Peter to back the fuck off. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then of course, you know, Peter went to work with that shirt on though too. Yeah. Really, Peter? Really? Oh, really, Simon? Really, Simon? <laughs> well, this is all I had. <laughs> Simon, you know better not to go right wearing that bloody shirt, but
1: again, that tells you that the adults, yeah, the adults wasn't really looking at it. Where are the adults? Because right. usually they'd be like, Okay, why are you wearing a bloody shirt? You can't wear that
0: exactly. <laughs> but you know, it's 90s, we'll let it yeah. go, yeah, yeah. I'll just let you it know. go. <laughs> But, uh, you know, and then, jo- then of course, we wind up seeing this whole entire scene play out where he's just basically focused on the blood and the shirt and everything. Uh-huh. And at that point, they didn't realize that. And then, of course, it goes into the whole entire thing where we actually have, you uh, wind up seeing Simon and them bribing uh, this other nurse to let mm-hmm. them through to go see, going uh, going go in and see her mm-hmm. and, um, and everything, go and see Sam. And so they finally do, and they say, "Look, listen, we're tired of Peter. We're tired of this. It's gonna stop now." Uh huh. And what are you talking about? Peter's been with me all night. No, he hasn't. He was over there sniffing my my laundry over there. And he wasn't <laughs> <laughs> it's like he was just
1: sniffing your laundry. He wasn't even doing anything. He was just in the house being a creepy guy, smelling underwear and all that stuff. You didn't tell Peter to stop, and all of a sudden here comes Peter. They'd be like. Oh, so there he is. Nice saying. He just looking at us like, "What did I do?" <laughs> I don't know what you are talking about.
0: Exactly. I've been here all night, and the next uh-huh. thing you know, it he gets stabbed. Yep. And then you realize that this per- this thing winded up killing everybody in that hospital. Yes. And yet okay. again, the kids are being questioned.
1: Yes. They're being questioned. And it's like, okay, you're the same kids that was in the accident. So what happened to these adults and that kid? Okay, what's going on? What happened? And it's like, it's just funny how it all happened. It killed Peter, and then it killed the two nurses, which I wonder why they killed the two nurses. But I probably would get back mm. to that later. Like, we'll get that back to the, later, like towards the end. And then uh, Sam and... Dina was just right run, running for their lives. And it just seems like he only wanted Sam <laughs> and nothing else.
0: Exactly. That's all that he wanted was just the blood and that's yeah. it. Mm-hmm. And so basically what winds up happening is they once again, lied to the cop and everything mm-hmm. again, he goes, how can I help you if you're not going to tell me any information or anything like that? And then at that time, Simon almost gets killed by this crazy girl with yes. a switchblade. Oh, my God. She like, was
1: just singing the song, and he was like, he heard the music, and he was like, oh, she sounds so beautiful. What's <laughs> up? Hey, are you okay? shit. <laughs> See, and he's like, oh, shit. <laughs>
0: run for your life simon run for your life. life and then of course you know we wind up seeing dina do this smooth move on the cop though where, uh-huh. go- where she winds up stealing his gun yes everything too oh hey larry hey larry
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah he wants she winds up taking his gun and everything and then she he winds up on the ground with the girl with the switchblade uh-huh. and then next thing you know it uh, Dina winds up shooting uh, the girl in the head. Right. And hitting her over and over again, and she will just not die. And then at that point, though, too, we wind up seeing the chain break mm-hmm. and everything, too, where Simon pulls uh, the necklace off the girl. It goes to the ground mm-hmm. and everything. But man, that was just a brutal scene altogether, to be honest.
1: Yes. With. It was just kind of scary that how she, Dina, shot the the, the girl. That was attacking Simon. And like, you didn't know who that girl was. She was just the crazy girl that attacked Simon. But once Dina shot the girl and then she got back up, I was like, oh, oh, she's dead. She was dead and she's back. Oh, snap.
0: Oh, snap. <laughs> Y'all better run. <laughs> exactly. Run, run, run. But, run yeah. Run, boys, run. <laughs> Then at that point, they finally go back to the house and everything, and Josh is, like, analyzing everything. He's, like, the conspiracy theorist um, uh, of Supernatural and everything. He goes, well, this happened with this one, and this happened there. And Mm -hmm. then, you know, and then he goes, you know what we need to do? We need to go on ahead and uh, rebury the witch. Yes. Maybe if we rebury her, maybe these things won't even happen anymore. Mm -hmm. And maybe we won't be cursed. Right. So what do they do? They go on ahead. They They go back over to the grave. mm -hmm.
1: They go back to the grave and try to rebury her and everything. And come to find out that didn't work. (laughs) (laughs) She was still chasing him. And it was like, oh, snap, what's going on? And then they realize is that they only wanted Sam because Josh was just standing there. And I think it was the skull guy, the skull mask guy that was there. He just passed Josh. He just walked past Josh. And he was heading towards Dina and Sam. And he was only trying to kill Sam. but Possibly Dina because Dina had the blood on her, blood of Sam on her. So, and it was just like interesting. And I was like, oh, they were just going after Sam. Oh." Oh. Because she disturbed the grave, but They just buried her so why why is it still trying to
0: kill her (laughs) you see when i first saw that to be honest with you i was thinking to myself okay maybe these things see them as a threat to the Uh grave because -hmm. they don't want them to uh get rid of the curse yes and they were just targeting them and not the Mm -hmm. other ones and everything because they were the ones who were actually doing something with the grave uh, all the like Josh and everybody else, they weren't really bothering with it, so therefore, mm-hmm. they didn't really probably see them as a threat, So right. That's why I, what I was thinking oh, I'm like, okay, so this makes sense now. Maybe they just don't seem as a threat and they did mm-hmm. it that way, mm-hmm. but then you start thinking, okay, there's got to be something more to this. What's going on with this, right? <clears throat> then, of course, that's when they find out that it's actually connected with Sam's blood,
1: mm-hmm.
0: so and, yeah, and
1: then they, um. Like speaking of Josh, because Josh is like super smart, and he had all the uh, newspaper clippings about what happened. At he had the newspaper clippings for C. Bourbon from nineteen seventy eight at the camp, Mm -hmm. and he was like, "She died, but she came back to life." So they were thinking, "Okay, if we kill Sam, then." They will stop chasing us, and then we can bring her back. And I love this series too; it's so awesome, Yulan. So they they tried, that was their idea. So they went to like, I think it was. Did it look like Eckert's to you? Like more like an Eckert's or yeah? Because it was more like Eckert's. Because yeah, yeah. it was
0: more like Eckert's drugstore. To be honest, yeah,
1: see like. It's like, oh man, it's like watching 1994 just brings back all the
0: memories from back in the day. It's Same just so here. crazy. But yeah, it definitely reminds me of an Eckerd's drugstore and mm-hmm. stuff like that because mm-hmm. of the vibe that I got from it. Mm-hmm. I remember hours of spending reading comic books over at Eckerd's drugstore. Yeah, okay. um, <laughs> they had all of the things, you They had all of the things. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, then after that, that they wound up, okay, you know what? I think we got another idea.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: we can just go ahead go into they actually go into the school mm-hmm. and they just ch- decide to change out of their bloody clothes yes and try and trap them
1: yes because they realized that the reason why they was coming after them is because they had sam's blood on them because dina had and dina was like i don't have sam's blood and they pointed at her shoes because sam's blood was on her shoes because Dina was standing where Simon was at, but Simon bent, like was closer, and Dina was just standing up.
0: Oh, oh. yeah! You need to finish part three. Uh, go finish we...
1: part three. <laughs> we're well, we talking
0: about part one. Go, go finish longer. part three. <laughs> Matter of fact, this is what we're gonna do. Like once we get into sixteen sixty six. I'm going to uh, I'm going to go on in and let you know when to actually exit out, close out yeah. of here so that you can finish that up because it's going to get spoiled for you unfortunately. Yeah. We don't so, want to spoil you on that part. <laughs> no, definitely not. But uh but yeah, I definitely like that aspect of it where the blood is connected over into what's going on and then uh-huh. you know, then we wind up seeing everybody changing out of their clothes, but the funny mm-hmm. thing is this, we have this song called Sweet Jane that that's being played. Uh oh, while yes. this is actually happening. And this I was thinking the music is like really slow tempo, really mm-hmm. kind of seductive kind of feel to it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, is this the witch that's possessing them to supposedly have sex? I that's went so into great. a deep realm. I went deep. <laughs> <laughs> like I went I went deep into it, you know? Yeah, because you How have
1: to, because it's like, like the music that they they picked, it just makes you wonder, okay, why? what is the witch trying to do? You know, that kind of thing. So that's a good analogy.
0: <laughs> right, because I was actually thinking, I'm like, it's a slow tempo, it's very sexual, it's, uh-huh. a, it's called Sweet Jane. And right. I actually downloaded that off of iTunes and everything, too. Uh Let's see. Uh, Yolanda, so all the serial killers was parodies of other movies? No. Yeah. Uh, well-, well,
1: Scott, well, like, okay, so with the uh-huh. Mask Boy, it wasn't really a parody. It was just like, it seems like the person who directed the movie liked enjoyed those movies. So mm-hmm. they was like, okay, if we're doing serial killers, let's do serial killers from the popular horror movies. So for 1994, it was... Um, what are they Green. called? Scream. It was Scream. but what was his ghost name? Face. Ghostface. And then when you go to part in 1978, it was Jason. That's why I'm right. wearing this.
0: Friday right <laughs> the 13th, Part Two, where he had the bag over his head. Yes. Yep. So, so that's what it, that's the vibe I got from it.
1: Yeah. But
0: yeah, um,
1: that's his um, Ghostface, <laughs> aka okay. Skull Mask
0: or Skull Dude. Yeah, skull, dude. Uh, <laughs> skull Dude now. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, everybody's changing and contaminated. And, you know, Sam's blood is contaminated. Kat and Josh mm-hmm. are making out. And mm-hmm. Kate and Josh are met. And here's the thing I love the dynamic between Kate and Josh. Yeah. And everything too. Yeah,
1: because Josh, he was like the nerdy boy, and Katie was the cheerleader. And she, it just seems like Kay- Katie was like, oh, he is so smart. Because she's like, um, when she noticed that how smart Josh was. Um, she liked the fact of what he did and that got her turned on and then Josh was thinking oh she's only doing this because I'm just a nerd and she really doesn't like me and everything and then Simon had to tell her tell him no she really likes you go in there and get her boy so yeah but oh John just left I hope he comes back <laughs> um but i don't want to go too far without him so i guess we're on a intermission right now (laughs) hi i can't hear you
0: sorry about that oh it's okay (laughs) yeah it's perfectly fine i do apologize uh i had to take care of one little small thing Uh, okay so i'm good now uh so Basically, like I said, everybody's starting making out. Yeah. So yeah, I thought that that was actually pretty cool. Where we wind Mm -hmm. up having Sweet Jane being played, like I mentioned. Mm -hmm. Then of course we wind up seeing. um, Then after that, we it winds up being where you thought that Sam and Dina were going to get it on and everything too, but then all of a sudden they get interrupted
1: by the ghosts people. (laughs) But the thing, because like before. Um, after Katie and Josh got into, they did their thing and Josh was feeling some kind of way. Cause he, he thought that Katie was just liking her just because, and Simon had to tell Josh, you know, no, she really likes you. And I just like how they did the hallways. Like they used Sam's blood to do the lines in the hallways of the schools and they had it all the way go to the bathroom. And I was like, you guys are so... Josh is so smart. He knows what he's doing. I like Josh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly. That's and then, a smart boy. Josh is actually really quick whenever it comes down to his ideas. And he, yes. it's always rational ideas and how smart his ideas actually are, even though they feel. In his way, it works. Because uh-huh. he's thinking on a supernatural level. He's not thinking mm-hmm. of a way of a kid. He's thinking on a supernatural level versus mm-hmm. something that a kid would actually think of. Right. Which is something I do appreciate from the writing of this movie. Me too. So, too. so then we, what we wind up seeing after that. Um, so they decide to try and burn the witch's minions and trap <laughs> them into the uh, bathroom.
1: Yes, because it was um, skull, the skull head or skull mask. Then the guy with the bag over his head. And then that's when they realized that that's the serial killer from 1978. The girl who was singing, and she was from what year? was she was from? Was she the 60s? It looks like 60s to me. 60s, yeah. So it was just three of them because I don't remember the
0: fourth one. Okay, there was the girl, uh, the girl, Jason Voorhees, bad yes. dude, Y'all dude. <laughs> yeah, but there was—I don't think there was a fourth one. No, there was other minions, though, besides mm-hmm. that. That's, I, I'm not even calling them henchmen. I call them minions. Because yeah, they're, because
1: they're, yeah, cause that's what they were, because they were killing for the witch. So the witch was like, hey, my little <laughs> minions, come back to life so you can kill these kids. We got to get rid of them. Sam's seen too much. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But yeah, that's what it seems like to me, though too. And then of course mm. they wind up locking them to the bathroom, and uh-huh. the bathroom explodes. You're uh-huh. thinking, yay, everything they is did fine. It. Happy. It's ending. just like, just like hocus pocus, basically, mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. the witches and everything when they put them inside the uh, that super oven.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So they think that's over with, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden they see this glump of mud or blood or whatever it is, and then you see them slowly regenerate. Yes. Yes. And I was like, oh, this is not over yet. This no, is far from over and, far. and even when Josh looks at it, looks down at the ground, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden that hand just pops up that yep. that that was some good special CGI special effects right there, to be
1: honest right. So they left the school and they went to Eckerts. That's when they went to Eckerts
0: yep, because remember, they're like, okay, so we might have to kill Sam, kill, kill her. Yeah, like really mm-hmm. kill her, like overdose mm-hmm. her with drugs uh-huh. to do this.
1: Mm-hmm. Maybe
0: that will make the ghost disappear, the minions mm-hmm. disappear. Mm-hmm. So they go into Eckers, they get everything. They go back over to the Shayside Mall. Uh, not, not Shayside Mall, but they go into the uh, the grocery store that uh-huh. Simon works at and everything. And he's explaining everything. He's like, look, she's got to take this at this hour, this at this hour. And uh-huh. then this is adrenaline. This is This is what's <laughs> going to resurrect her. So you need Mm -hmm. to make sure she takes that last. Right. So they wind up doing that. And of course, the minions are all around. Of course, you know, the minions are all there and everything Mm -hmm. going around in different aisles and stuff like that. And they think that they could actually take them down. Right.
1: Because they marked themselves with Sam's blood. They marked themselves, which I thought it was a
0: bad idea. Yeah, that wasn't the Uh, here's the thing. When it comes down to Josh's idea, that wasn't the best one that he had. That wasn't the best That's kind of contradictory, but yeah. And
1: also like in Simon said, we should split up. And that's another thing you never want to split up when you notice that killers are coming after you. That's another bad idea. So the yeah. split up is Simon's idea. Putting the blood across your chest was the worst Josh idea. Ever.
0: Yes. Yes. When It <laughs> comes down to Josh's idea. Worst idea ever. ever. That's the worst idea. And then of course, uh, we wind up seeing uh, Dude, which uh-huh. is Jason Voorhees. Uh, Jason. <laughs> and he's actually after uh, Sam and them. They mm-hmm. spill the pills and everything, too. And I'm like, oh, God. And oh, she's God. already puking up the pills. I'm like, oh, my God. What are they going to do? Mm-hmm. So then she sees the lobster cage. I've got to drown her. I've got to drown her. Come on. <laughs> Come on. I'm going to kill you. I have to kill you. You need to drown. <laughs> so... While that's going on, you have uh, a lot of the other uh, minions running around, there too. Uh-huh. Of course, I think Simon goes into the back and everything. They split off. But my favorite thing that he says to Josh is, he goes, look, Kate really digs you. There's a mm-hmm. reason why she likes you
1: mm-hmm. and
0: everything. It's not because you're a geek or anything like that. There's, some type, there's something more to you that she likes. Yes. And you're going to survive this. Yes. And then he goes off his way. Josh goes off goes his, way, his way, mm-hmm. and then Simon winds up dying. In the yes. Back. Oh, gosh. His his death was horrible. Not as horrible as Kate's. I thought oh, Kate.
1: I- yeah, hers. Now, I think it was Skull Mask that did it, because... Right.
0: Skull Mask did the one for Kate, though.
1: Oh, man. That was just horrible. And then when Josh saw her, that's the reason why they stopped running. Because if they yep. didn't stop running, I don't think Simon would have
0: died like that. No, I don't think so either. And it was just that you could see the heartbreak that Simon had.
1: Because uh-huh. he was also
0: heartbroken because his friend died, but also heartbroken for Josh, though, too. Right. Now he doesn't have anybody. Mm-hmm. And of course, he went through the meat grinder because of uh, what Skulldew did. Oh, and yeah. then, you know, I just feel so bad for Josh because I wanted something more for him. Me And too. it just doesn't happen.
1: That was just um, so heartbroken. And I, I was just like, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh! Why she had to die that way? That's a horrible death. That's a horrible, horrible death. Like she was just screaming for her life, <laughs> and then it's just like, and it just went down. Right after her head just went completely yep. all the way
0: through, <laughs> and it was just her body. And then, uh, you know, at this point, Kate winds up. Well, Sam winds up uh, dying, uh-huh. and everything. She finally dies. The minions supposedly disappear. Mm-hmm. and everything, and they think that's the end of it. Is again, yet again, they think that's the end of it of course, you know uh, Dina winds up trying to resurrect her with the adrenaline and stuff like uh-huh. that and of course it works and then we wind up seeing them back at their house everything looks all nice and everything they finally mm-hmm. got their life back on track it seems like and stuff like that, you have of course Josh playing Sega Genesis mm-hmm. and stuff like that, but also too the cop is yet again answer- asking them questions though before they Yes.
1: Get the and the thing is, is like, he was like, okay, this is what we're going to do. We're just going to blame Simon and Kate, saying that it's them, and they died from it. I'm like, okay, but you know Kate got her head going through a meat grinder, and Simon got chopped in the back. So... Where do you think there's, there's, is there an ax in the grocery store? Like, <laughs> Oh, you're a cop. Okay. <laughs>
0: you know how to set that stuff up. Oh, right. right. Exactly. <laughs> but there's no way to actually set that up as I'm with a meat grinder because that's just there, uh, you know, but yeah.
1: So I'm like, so you're saying cop is that is either Dina or Josh pushed Kate through the meat grinder, or did Kate fall and then she got her head got all splurged up through the meat grinder? It's like, how are you trying to process this? Like right. there was a, there was just druggies. We just need to blame
0: the druggies. They did it. Yep, and that's how they do it. Yeah, they blame Simon and they blame Kate, Kate. for what mm-hmm. had happened. Right, and you hear, you hear that played out into the TV set and everything though too mm-hmm. in their mm-hmm. room
1: hmm
0: So and then after that we wind up seeing uh like I said before, Josh is playing um Sega Genesis. He's also listening to Rob Zombie. He's yep. uh, and he's also talking on AOL. So yes. <laughs> the the <laughs> 90s man. Yep.
1: And then um another real thing is is that uh see um C Bourbon, because they called her at the grocery store. Yep. They were trying to get help. It was like these people are still coming. What's going on? What do I have to do? And then C Bourbon called Dina because Dina told, like, left a message on C Bourbon. I mean, Berman. What's the last name? Current.
0: Uh, yeah, C Bourbon. Yeah, uh,
1: she left a message on their answering machine. So that's how she like it's called phone books back in the day. So that's how how come she was able to reach out to Dina to tell her, you know, they will never die. You will never escape from the witch. And she was like, What? And then after she said that, that's when Sam just went crazy.
0: Yeah. And then that's when they wrap her around with telephone cords uh-huh. and everything and shove her into the back of the trunk. And then mm-hmm. that's where it opens up to the Fair Street, 1978.
1: 1978.
0: <laughs> And I love the opening with Nirvana, "The Man Who Sold the World," which is also a cover song.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, and C. Uh, C. Burman is still—you t- can see that she's terrified. Uh-huh. She's having to actually triple lock everything. Oh yeah, and stuff like that. She's very OCD. This thing, is and really she has a
1: dog. Up. I'm just like yep. wondering, like, okay, you have all of those locks. Do you? have... Like you have to unlock it all the time, and your dog has
0: a go at the back. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, then, you know, she's having mac and cheese, Jimmy Bean, uh, <laughs> and Josh, <laughs> Josh and Dina arrives. And the way that they actually arrive is kind of I mean, creepy because you yeah. think, oh, here's the thing I'm thinking the minions are there. I'm thinking yeah. the minions, uh-huh. or someone is looking through her blinds uh-huh. and everything. And then finally, you realize it's Josh. Anna's, Dina. they don't know what to do with Sam or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And this is what C. Berman says: Run as far away as you can until no end, Right. because there's no getting away from the witch. Why right. you beat it? What? What's the difference between now and then? just go? But there's a difference. I love her. I cannot mm-hmm. see her like this, being possessed by the witch, right? And everything. So. They, so this is what winds up happening. She winds up telling her side of the story about what mm-hmm. happened in 1978
1: mm-hmm. and everything.
0: And I really love the story and the plot and the plot twist at the end is just fantastic. I I don't know if I should talk about the plot twist or not. I know this is a spoiler review, but I do want to, I think that we're not going to do, do that. I don't think we're going to do the plot twist. No, because I want, th- I want them to experience the plot twist for themselves. Yeah, we I mean, like we can't do the twist, sadly. Right. Exactly. So it's semi spoilers, semi you know, but still, I wanted to be fair for people who are listening. Right. Um. But yeah. Uh. So, anyways, they wind up, of course, uh, giving her side of the story. She's in the camp, of course. Mm-hmm. We wind up seeing this girl run. Running away from this other group of kids, they actually think that she's a witch. Uh-huh. She happens to be her ha- name happens to be Ziggy. Ziggy. Ziggy is actually, which is a totally nineteen seventies name. Yeah, <laughs> if you think about it. <laughs> I'm like, oh, Ziggy. Ziggy, yeah. But yeah, uh, and then of course you know, uh, one of the camp counselors winds up saving her life and everything and stuff like that. They think that mm-hmm. she's a witch. She's, they were about the her though too. They were oh, about there. the Oh,
1: They was about to set that girl on fire. And she got the burn mark on her arm. I was like, "Oh, oh, snap, oh, snap!" But then, and yeah, and then the camp counselor came, and I just felt so bad for Ziggy and how he treated her, you know. And he was like, you know, how I didn't like how he treated Sam. I mean, Ziggy, I didn't like that. I, was I like, didn't what an asshole? He was. He was a total
0: douchebag. Mm-hmm. A total ball bag. Yeah, <laughs> you know. <laughs> he got balls but, in the face. Yes. Lots of them. <laughs> but, oh my God. Yeah, I went there. Uh, but, but yeah. You have to then, for him. Yeah, definitely. And then, of course, um, Neil Diamond's Brother Loves Traveling sh- Salvation Show is playing, which is actually one of my favorite Neil Diamond songs. Mm-hmm. But it's actually perfect for this because it says, grab the old ladies and everything, grab the kids, grab the old ladies, which mm-hmm. may- indicates to me, and I went into a little bit more of a deeper level of grabbing these kids. Grab everyone you can. His Brother Salvation Show, uh, Traveling Salvation Show. We need to get out of this camp and pack up everybody and go. Right. Mm-hmm. That's what I got, the buy from the Neil Diamond song. And basically,
1: it's just kind of interesting that you, know, you said that because it's kind of like how you was watching Friday the 13th. You see all these people at camp, and that song is like, okay, you know what? Y'all need to get on this bus. And let's go back home because we can't be at this camp. Mm-hmm. Every, if you stay here, you're going to die. We got to go. Yep. And so.
0: also, too, we actually have Nurse Lane who happens to be a witch. I put a question mark on there because at that time I didn't know if she was going to be a witch or not. But here's the thing. She had indications of being a witch. Uh huh. But here's the thing, though. There is a such a thing as protection spells. Right. So I was thinking, okay, maybe she's actually trying to be a, doing this because remember she tells Tommy there was things I was trying to do to help you, but either way it goes, it's still going to be the same outcome. So I'm right. thinking does protection spells
1: right because like and before her because like um, the nurse was Ruby's mom, and mm-hmm. like as you guys remember in 1994, Ruby was one of the spirits that was trying to kill them. And she was the one that was going after Simon. So just remember that because I don't know how many, how many years it was It 10 years after she died or was like since 78 or something like that. I want to say 10 years. 10 years. Okay. Cause she was still like, you know, mourning that her daughter and when Cindy was talking about it, or was it Ziggy? It was one of those two. Cause they saw the book. I think they yeah. gave us the book, and she was trying to because uh, oh no, it was Ziggy because Ziggy, Ziggy, Ziggy had um Ziggy had the burn mark on her arm, and the nurse was trying to tell her that you know what's going on and everything and about what's going to happen, and and uh she was like she killed eight people, and when she said eight, it's like she killed seven and then she killed herself. So she right. was the eighth. Ruby was the eighth person. And then she was like, "Oh." So it was just like so sad about that story and it was just the main reason why the mom had that book. And before that even happened, um Cindy, she was cleaning. I don't know where she was cleaning at. But she oh, got she that Oh, she what was cleaning heard. Yeah, she was just cleaning and she was complaining about it and everything. And she was just trying her best to be a good camp counselor and her boyfriend, Tommy, is like, babe, you need to calm down. Everything's all right. And she's like, he was trying to fill up on her. She's like, no, that's not going to happen. And then she got so mad that her shirt got stained by the bread stuff that was on the window. (laughs) Right. And
0: then also, too, she's also pissed off at at, uh, Alice and Arnie having sex in the thing, too. Yeah, they were drug heads. Yes.
1: <laughs> and she was like, Alice was like, well, yes, I, I can't be friends with a snitch.
0: <laughs> you right. gotta do this on your own.
1: <laughs> You're wearing a your polo. Too,
0: what, what are you guys doing? Well, I can give you a hint. It starts with three words. <laughs> <laughs> I just love that scene so much. And it's like, how about you go
1: talk to the nurse? Which you know she got drugs. Right, and She's like, no, of course you won't, because <laughs> you're too little Miss Pris. <laughs> exactly.
0: And then uh, basically what winds up happening after that, when she's scrubbing the floor in the cafeteria area, uh-huh. uh, and the sponge breaks. That's when we see, again, Nurse Lane comes in there.
1: Uh-huh. And
0: this, this time she's basically attacking Tommy. Yes. And Tommy winds up going to the floor. Then he winds up knocking her out. By slamming her head up against the chair in the mm-hmm. cafeteria, and Cause then she, co- right because she was saying something to
1: Tommy, I was like, "I have to kill you. I have to kill you. If I don't, people are going to die. I need to kill you. I have to kill." You. I'm like, "What? Oh, why are people going to die?
0: What's going to happen? Right. What's going on? What are you talking about?" <laughs> exactly, and then you know, it, she also says one way or another, Tommy is going to die. Yeah. So, and then of course, we also have Fear the Reaper playing, which is also Mm -hmm. another indication of where this is actually going to go. Like I said, I went into a deep dive with music. I'm a Mm -hmm. geek. (laughs) You have to.
1: Because they're playing all the good music. They're playing the good music from the 90s. They're playing the good music from the 70s, you know? And there's
0: no good music from 1666. No, 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 no. So. (laughs) If Rob Zombie was around, they would have probably been. But, yeah, you know. they probably <laughs> would be, but <laughs> that's a story. That's another story. Because he'll I be going down to the like... ditches through his uh, with his Dracula. So, that's <laughs>
1: uh-huh. all <laughs> so you have The like the this like the regular music that was at the time. Right, unfortunately.
0: Mm-hmm. So, basically, now we have capture the flag, sunny side versus shady side, uh-huh. uh, red versus blue, and. Uh, carrying on wafer sons playing Tommy slowly getting uh possessed. I love the slowness of the possession,
1: yeah, and get that Tommy was to it. Weird, right after he got knocked out, but um, you know, when the witch was trying to like uh, not the witch when um, Nurse Lane was attacking Tommy, it, it's just like she knows there was something going on, and he was like, she was attacking me for some reason. She said people are gonna die if she doesn't kill me. Like that was just going on in his head. And everybody was like, Don't worry about it. She was high. She doesn't know what she's talking about. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, I keep saying it. She was high. Uh-huh.
0: Exactly. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was she high. Was right? high. <laughs> yeah. It was just more than just high. <laughs> uh then, you know, Alice, uh, then of course, this is also too, where she fi- they wind up on this map. Uh huh. And they see X's, and it happens to be graves. And I yes. think here's the thing: it was graves for all of them because she knew Tommy was going to go ahead and kill everybody.
1: Uh huh. She was marking graves for them and Tommy. Right. And then so, they was able they, and then that's how they was able to go to where they were, and um, and I guess uh, the girls found a secret spot, and then Tommy was just looking like he looked super sick. When they went to that, when they went to the witch's house, they were just like super duper sick.
0: Exactly. And then after that winds up happening, um, basically what winds up happening is they finally find the old 1666 settlement. Uh Alice falls into a grave. Uh Um, And then of course, Nurse Lane looking for the curse that cursed her daughter. That's basically (laughs) because the, uh, because they believe if you go ahead, with the, with the hand that they have, if, uh-huh. you find the, if you find Sarah Fears' uh, yeah. hand Fair. and then you put it back, she winds up, uh, the curse is now over with. Right. But, you know, and then, of course, they go into the witch's house, Tommy being possessed, pentagram lit, Tommy kills Arnie,
1: mm-hmm.
0: names are all over the wall. And I, here's the thing. I know you never read the senior editions, Mm-mm. but that's exactly how they look. Oh, really? Seriously, if you think about it, get rid of the yearbook pictures Uh for a minute. And you just see the names. That's basically what it is. Okay, now I have to get those books now. Yeah, the senior editions are probably one of my favorites because now you have a visualization of what these characters look like. Uh So therefore you can actually feel like with how they actually talk.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Instead of having to imagine what they look like. Mm -hmm. So all you can do is just... uh, Visualize in your head on how, how they sound like. Right. Because all the, like, we, there's no pictures. No. In, in the very beginning of every single Fair Street Senior Edition book, there's a yearbook picture of them, their likes, their dislikes, and their hobbies and their favorite quotes.
1: Okay. What's the name of the, um, the one that we're talking about now? Like, what? Uh-
0: Okay, so basically, if you're looking for the th- these Fair Street books, uh-huh. it starts off with The Secret, and then there's two more after that one. I have to go ahead and look that up one more time. But The Secret is the one that you want, and then there's two books after that one.
1: Well, because there's a reason why I was asking, because they have a list of Fear Street books
0: in mm-hmm. here. Oh wow! Oh yeah, I remember that checklist. I used to check them off all the time.
1: Yeah, me too. I was like, oh, I want
0: to get these 99 ninety nine, four bucks, four dollars. That's all. But it now is
1: now it's sixteen dollars. Jeez. <laughs> <Okay>. But,
0: <laughs> but anyways, um, um, but yeah, then uh, Cindy and Alice trapped in the. Okay, so basically after this, we wind up seeing. Some more stuff winds up happening. Uh, mm-hmm. Ziggy winds up getting um, even on Alice. Throws mm-hmm. roaches on, dumps roaches on her in a in a fashion of Carrie, basically yeah. dumping that Actually, on her.
1: It wasn't Alice. It was a girl that was attacking yeah. Ziggy at the beginning, right? Because Ziggy was gonna do a paint. I guess like before, like yeah, because Ziggy was trying to do the carry version. Like she was making blood basically and mm-hmm. nick saw what she was doing and he was like you know what remember that name nick okay nick good just remember that name that's all i have to say just remember yep. his name because, because, because we're not gonna- he was the cop nick was the cop so that's why cuz like i'm going to go back to 90, 1994 because he wrote it's happening again and he pulled he put it through ziggy's door Like he went to Ziggy's house and he did that because that when he did that to me, it makes me feel like, okay, he knows what's going on. He knows what's going on, but yet he was just telling those kids, like, just blame your friends, your friends, know, like you're just blame your friends. So in 1978, Nick is a young kid and him and Ziggy had a little thing because he had a crush on her you know, and he was helping her on how to get back at the girl, you know, who messed up her her area, her camp. So it was calling Ziggy a witch and all that stuff. Right. So that girl was from uh Sunnyvale. Yeah, that girl yeah. was from Sunnyvale. So yeah.
0: Yet again, anyway, rivalries. Yeah, it
1: is yes, rivalries. <laughs> so I like that part where she got her. She got her good. <laughs>
0: And by the way, This Way is uh, the name of the song that's being played when that's being thrown on her. It's by Thelma uh-huh. Houston. <laughs> um, and then, of course, it shows Cindy and Alice trapped in the witch's house. And of course, we're underneath they're underneath the house of the uh-huh. witch. Uh-huh. And it's actually where the bathroom is, where Ziggy and them are at. And therefore, mm-hmm. not only that, but Alice also twists her ankle
1: and uh-huh. breaks her ankle.
0: And so therefore now it's kind of like a Goonie kind of style where basically Mm -hmm. now Ziggy is having to go on ahead, take the bucket Mm -hmm. and lower her up before uh, uh, Baghead comes.
1: (laughs) Yeah, because the thing is, is that before all that happened, like Tommy, he was going after the girls Mm -hmm. and they went through a hole so he couldn't get to them. So he was like, okay, if I can't get to you, then I'm going to go to the camp. So Cindy was freaking out, was telling Alice, like, Cindy, we're alive, but he's still out there. He's gonna kill everybody else. Alice was like, Well, as long as I'm under here, he ain't after me, I'm good.
0: Right. Exactly. <laughs> and I guess
1: and I guess something I forgot what Alice touched. She touched she touched the witch's hand, I think. Alice touched something because she had a vision.
0: She oh, saw she people. touched that she touched that uh black thing, remember the beating yeah. heart? And yeah, she, had that she touched vision.
1: it. Yeah, she had a vision. Like she's had a vision of all the people that were dead, and she was freaking out, and that's why she broke her leg. And her, how her leg broke that? Oh, it made me
0: hurt to be honest.
1: Yeah, I just so I, because I, mm. they saw they saw Tommy's name, and that's it was like the witch is possessing Tommy. That's like look at all these names, and then um, Cindy didn't want to believe it. Cindy was thinking, of dro- "If something's wrong with him, he's high. He's high." And she's like, "No, he's not high. He's possessed by the bitch. Look, his name is right here." And Cindy's like, "No, there's no such thing." I'm like, total
0: deniability." It came out. <laughs> Wake up! <laughs> exactly. You're but yeah, playing. it's total deniability. She doesn't want to believe that there is a no no. such thing as a witch because she doesn't believe in supernatural elements or anything like that. She only believes what she sees and hears and everything, and that's it. Yes! And so finally, she believes her, and then mm-hmm. that's when, of course, like I said before, she they wind up getting lowered up by uh, Ziggy. Ziggy, but also, too, we wind up seeing all the other kids being killed and murdered by... Oh. So I felt bad for the geek. I felt bad for the little dude. So because the thing is, is that the
1: kids, the Sunny was a uh, yeah Sunnyvale was like, move out the way, geek. We're gonna get our friends out of here. I'm like we're gonna get out of here because you're just a geek. You can't protect us. You can't keep us here all the time. So they just ran past him and stuff. And then he heard a noise, and he opened the door. I'm like, no, don't open the door. Don't, don't. Oh, oh, no. Oh, no. But they didn't show him getting killed. They usually don't show kids dying. They refuse to they show. Oh, oh, you saw. Well, I just heard his, I heard his scream. Like, it yeah, just zoomed enough. out. It was just zoomed out. And I'm like, oh, oh, no. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Why? Why'd you have to kill him? He it was so brutal.
0: Ground. Yeah, that was a horrible death. And then, then even in the cafeteria, though, too, yeah, those kids they, die. No, the
1: kids no, didn't die in the cafeteria. No, okay, they, I
0: can't remember. It okay. was another
1: group of kids because that was that was shady side kids that kept mm. killed because they were like, um, "We need to, like, we need to go to the bus." He so was like, "No, if you leave here, you're going to die." And that's when it went black. And then when he lit the, like, they got a light. They was able to get light. And then all of a sudden you don't see those kids anymore. I'm like, oh no. Uh, uh, oh no. And then like, that's when they realized is that there was something going on on the campsite. And it was like, there's a killer because Ziggy had to say there was a killer because when Ziggy was trying to bring back her sister and Alice up, the guy that was with Ziggy, I mean, no, 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 that happened before. Mm-hmm. that happened okay so they all went okay. to the cafeteria and nick was saying you need to stay here because we're missing some people and she was like no i have to go out there i have to go out there my sister's out there and then he was like no you stay right here and then when he left that's when ziggy realized oh snap that girl that we dumped those those bugs on she she's out there We need to go save her. (laughs) So I don't know why Ziggy was trying to be nice and save that girl. I would have just let her die.
0: Right, because usually if someone's being a douchebag in these horror films, they're the ones who wind up getting the axe. They wind up dying.
1: Yeah, so but when Ziggy was trying to save her, she was acting like a bitch, so Ziggy knocked her fuck out. (laughs) The girl (laughs) was like, Chris Tucker. Yeah,
0: she
1: was just laying back like ah, I'm tired. And then they heard voices in the in the in the in the the toilet. And then she looked down, it was Alice and her sister, and she was like why are you in the toilet? <laughs> we need help. You need to help us, please. There's a killer out there. We know. We know. We're trying to get out of here, and then that's when, um, because Nick told the other camp counselor to to go out there and look for the kids. The camp counselor's like, "What? Why do I have to go? I don't want to go out there." He's like, "No, you have to." He's like, "Fine." Oh, so they found all the other kids. The other kids went back. And then Nick, he touched the, the area where the other kids were, the ones that, that were told not to move. And he noticed that he had blood on his hands. And then Nick's brother was coming, freaking out. And he was freaking out because the girl that he was having sex with got killed by Tommy. <laughs> so Tommy was just like, he he killed that girl. Like he was like eh. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, damn, Tommy, okay. She's okay, dead. She's dead. She's dead she's dude. Dead. You, you know. knocked her out in the face with the axe. She's dead. She's, she, dead. She,
0: she, she's not gonna resurrect. Yeah, she's good. She she's good, she's good, she's dude. good. Just move stop. on to somebody
1: else. <laughs> yeah, go on now. So when that's when they found the other kids, and it was just body parts that you saw mm-hmm. in that area. And I'm like, oh, oh no. And,
0: you know what, though? Whenever they had them laid out, it's just like in 1666 with the yes. whole entire thing with the church, which is crazy. A little foreshadowing. Shh, shh, shh. But that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying I am know, bad. but you kind of spoiled it. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. I she says she, need,
1: she, she needs to finish part three.
0: Well, all there is is someday kids outside. <laughs> and it happens in every horror movie. <laughs> Some
1: dick. <laughs> yeah, it's like it was but, not, like the dead kids in the second part because but, there there was just potty pieces. But, it, it's,
0: it's so, let's see here. At that time, I'm not going to go into the other spoiler stuff with the plot twists and stuff like yeah. that. That's let's where we're going to leave. That. We're going to skip all that together, to be honest mm-hmm. with you. And that's going to be it for 1978. 78. 78. And as far as sixteen sixty six goes, we'll talk about it a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I want to have you back on again to do one probably next week.
1: Yeah, because so. like, because yeah, I, I, we want to let the other person to finish look, part three. Right. Because right. Because once you finish, like, because there's a twist. Right. There's a big twist
0: about this whole thing.
1: So I got an idea.
0: I got an idea. Let's let's uh-huh. end it right here. Because then we can actually go into the plot plot twist right here. Uh Uh-huh. And then go into 1666. Okay. And go in like that. Because I do want to talk about it and everything. Yeah. We we have to talk about it. (laughs) Right. So, you know, with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and give Fair Street Book Club uh, their thoughts on it. Here's the thing. Mm -hmm. Fear Street Book Club wasn't able to join us, unfortunately, because she had some stuff that happened. Life happens. We totally get it here at Movie Lovers Unite. If someone mm-hmm. can't be on, I'll try. I always try to find a way for that person to be on, we, we, either through uh, their own thoughts, their own review that they type out to me, and I go on ahead and I try and figure out a way to actually have it on the show. So mm-hmm. this is what she said about Fear Street, references and Easter eggs. But from the very first movie all the way to the end of the third, I was on the edge of my seat. All of all the, the kills were fantastic. 1978 was my favorite camp. Nightwing has a special place in my heart. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, I really reason, unsure, and I was really unsure how I would feel about 1666, but I did end up enjoying it more than I thought. Some real creepy vibes in that one, and I was here for it. The chapel scene the third uh movie seemed to drag on for me i was just a little bored by by the end but things uh, but things i did enjoy about it were the music and the witchcraft p- portion i love Sarah Fear's relationship with her uh with um with her and sam basically because i wish i would actually show them in like a doubt form whenever it came down to 1666 mm-hmm. in, a, in a sense but still it worked um and I liked the lesbian relationship in the first one too, but I didn't care for Dina Dina's character. My favorite character of the whole series would be Sadie uh, Sink and her sisters in 1978. So
1: oh, so, that, so she didn't care too much for Dina, right? So okay, yeah. So is it? I kind of want to ask: Is it because of how Dina was acting, or something? Probably, probably.
0: Okay, <clears throat> but. You know what, though? I'm going to check and see if maybe she might want be able to come on for next week. Oh, that would be awesome. And flesh out more of her thoughts, and then mm-hmm. we can just leave it off. Then after that, you know, she can give her thoughts on the first two films a little bit, and then we'll break into uh, the third film, and be, and then we can wrap it up like that.
1: Exactly, because I kind of want to ask her where she get all of her Fear Street books. If she says, like, just let me know what bookstore to go to. Okay. I don't want to go on Amazon. But because I don't feel like waiting for the shipment, it's like I kind of want it now. Exactly. So I want to know where she got all her Fear Street books, because I only have two. These are the only Mm. two I have. And I have have these since
0: 2000. I have my books somewhere in the shed. Mm -hmm. I still have my books. They're 20 years old and more. So I don't know where they're at now, but it will be great to actually have. Have them on hand if I want oh, to go yeah. back and do a deep dive into Fair Street and revisit my childhood again.
1: Yeah, and I most um, definitely want to get the senior edition, edition mm-hmm. because I, as, as you can see, I don't have that. I have oh, just the the old regular, school. just the universal books. Right. So, like if I have that, then I will be like able to know more, all of the things. And I'm just so glad that you let me know that there was coming out with Fear street movies. Cause I'm like, what? At first I was nervous, but then after I saw the trailer, I'm like, okay, this looks good. It looks good, but let me see. And after I've watched, I'm like, okay, I applaud you. Thank you for making me happy. From someone who is a Fear Street fan, thank you.
0: <laughs> Same. Same here as well. Because I was hesitant, but I'm like, okay, it has that R.L. Stein flavor to it. Mm-hmm. It has more of a dull flavor to it than what we yes. had. So they did it. it knew the audience that it was trying to reach.
1: Yeah, because they reached out to the right audience, unlike some movies. Because they're like, some movies, they're going to be like, no, we're not going to worry about how they feel. But the person who did it it seems like that person who did the movie or who was a director or a producer, they know how horror movies are. They know how horror movies go. And they probably read the books, too. So was the only way you could do that to make the movie really good like that is to
0: read the books. Exactly. So, so yeah. All right. So that's going to conclude our show. But here's mm-hmm. the thing. I know you have a show coming out tomorrow for Two, yes. blur, uh, two blur Girls. Podcast, Tamika's going to be with you, of course. Uh So, my question is this: where can everybody reach you at? Where can everybody follow you at? Oh gosh! Here we go. <laughs>
1: Anyways, um, you can follow us on Facebook. We're Two Blur Girls on Podcast on Facebook. You can follow us on Instagram Two Blur Girls underscore Podcast, and we're also on Twitter. We are blurred Two Girls, and in Twitch, we're Two Blur Girls Podcast on Twitch. Even though you know we kind of have a. Uh, off offgoing relationship with Twitch, we're still on there. Um, and also you can email us at two blur girls podcast at gmail.com. And okay. we also have a TikTok. but <laughs> so you can follow us on two, two blur girls on TikTok. tock. Okay. two blur girls podcast on TikTok. tock.
0: All right. So, guys, if you guys want to, if you guys want to feel generous and everything and donate to the page, how do you do that? You Just go to GoFundMe.com forward slash Movie Lovers Podcast. Donate a couple, five, maybe $10 to the show. But, hey, you don't have to do that if you don't want to. I understand the pandemic has everybody's holes in a wad right now. Simple like a simple share. Smash that sh- uh, share button. Smash that like button. Smash that subscribe button. It goes a long way. Also, mm-hmm. too, rate us on Easy or I'm actually on this other podcasting app and everything. Rate us over there. It's called Good Pods uh, Podcast. Go mm-hmm. on ahead, rate us over there or on Apple Podcasts as well. You can get an audio-only uh, edition of the show and many other other shows that we do here at Movie Lovers night, wherever you guys get your podcasts from. And of course, you can go on and follow me at Movie Lovers TV Lovers Tonight on Facebook underneath the same name on Instagram and on Pinterest. And also, too, we do some shows here from time to time on stereo, so go ahead and follow me on there. And then, of course, on Twitter as well at Movie Lovers Unit. And of course, if your sponsor would like to get in touch with us, just go ahead, email us at unite at gmail.com. And that's everywhere that you can find us at. And also, too, I have a couple of announcements to make probably sometime next week. But I want to make sure that everything is going smooth on that side of the spectrum So I'm not going to talk about it until probably next week. So always until next time, guys, I hope everybody has a great and pleasant night. And Thank you for making this a part of your night and joining us and thank everybody in the live chat as well. And good night. Good night.